So as we've said a gazillion times, we are living in uncertain times. And we are looking for answers. <coughs> we are looking for answers about how to stay healthy. We're looking for answers about how to come up with a vaccine to, um, uh, so that we can, um, we can overcome this virus. We are looking for answers about how to come back together and, and stay safe in public places. We are looking for answers to so many different things. And there's so many different ideas out there about what's right and, 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 and what's safe and what should be done and what shouldn't be done. And yet somehow in all of this, we still have conflicting views. There was a post by a pediatrician, and she said that this virus is not anti-Republican. This virus is not anti-Democrat. This virus is anti-human. And the one thing we can do is be united so that we can come together and solve the problem. And so as we seek ways to come and solve the problem, it is really easy to get polarized in one side or the other, one opinion or the other, following one behavior or another. Now Paul, when he was in Athens, he knew there that people were seeking answers. They were seeking answers to their spiritual life. They were seeking for the answers of how to be connected to something that is bigger and greater than them. He saw it when he walked around the city and saw their, their temples to the Greek gods and their shrines um, to, to the gods of the earth and the gods of the skies. And then he came into the center of town and found a temple to an unknown god. And Paul said, oh, I understand now. These are not people without faith. These are people that are seeking faith. They are seeking faith in something that is deeper and matters more. So Paul said, I can tell you. I can tell you about that unknown God. So that unknown God is the God who created everything that cannot be created or maintained by human hands. It is the God that, that, that is the source of all of creation, that all things came to be through this unknown God. And this is a God he invited them to know. And I dare say, that's the easy answer we're looking for. This God that we can know, this God that can be present, this God that moves through us with the Holy Spirit connecting us, connecting us across difference, connecting us across ideas, connecting us with the love that is in our hearts. And it's the love that will overcome it is the love that will build us up. It's the love that will heal a broken world. One of my favorite poems 
uh, written by Max Ehrman, um, talks about seeking this holy place and seeking a way to live in a chaotic world. It's called the Siderata. Go placidly amid the noise and the haste and remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible, without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly, and listen to others. Even to the dull and the ignorant, they too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain or bitter, for always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career, however humble. It is a real possession in the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals, and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself. Especially do not feign affection. Neither be cynical about love, for in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune but do not distress yourself with dark imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child of the universe no less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive him to be, and whatever your labors and aspirations, in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace in your soul. With all its sham and drudgery and broken dreams, it is still a beautiful world. Be cheerful. Strive to be happy. So as we seek a God that is known to us, we are invited to let God's Spirit move between us. We are invited by Jesus to accept the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, to be the one that directs our lives so that we can live life without being afraid. Jesus says, Do not let your hearts be troubled. 
and do not let them be afraid. Jesus tells us, love one another. That is the commandment that was given to, my fa- to me by my Father, and that if you love me, then through me you love the Father, and the Father loves you. And if we love each other, then the Holy Spirit moves between us. Jesus says, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. There is an easy answer. Perhaps not a timely answer, but it is sad that God is always late, but God is always on time. And so somewhere with this God who is the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end, God holds all time and all of us. And we need to trust that God is enough. And our way of experiencing God, our way is through love. And so that love that connects us, that Holy Spirit that moves, that Holy Spirit that blows, that Holy Spirit that whispers to us is enough to sustain us for a time like this. And at a time like this, there are so many people who are so afraid. There are so many people who are in such deep pain of grief. Can you even imagine having a loved one passing on without knowing that God will welcome them into the next life to eternal life and say, well done, good and faithful servant. You are now home. You are now safe. You're now free of sorrow. You're now free of pain. Jesus prepared a place for you, for people who don't know that, that don't hold that deep in their heart to know that truth, Oh, the pain and the grief that they are suffering, friends. And so now is the time when we need to be gentle. We need not to worry about tomorrow, but be present to today. To be present to our friends and our neighbors. Even though we're not right together, we can find ways to connect so that we can hold them in their pain and in their grief. Because we do have an easy answer, that love will overcome it all. And when we can live with that love, instead of being tempted by so much evil in the world, the evil that separates us, the evil that makes us so opinionated, the evil that makes us speak over others, the evil that keeps us from seeing those who are different than ourselves, the evil that makes us complain incessantly. And as we complain, we begin to realize that the world is broken. Instead of understanding that perhaps things are unfolding as they should or as they must, and that God's hand is upon it and God's hands will reform it just like at the potter's wheel, 
when the pot is broken, God can come back and reform it. And so if we are in a time of deep brokenness, we need to let God reform us and reform the world so that love is the central building block upon which we stand. So friends, take God's peace, that peace that Jesus leaves with us. Take that peace into your heart. Take that love into your heart so that you might be a beacon of hope and that you might show that there truly is an easy answer. The easiest one of all, as hard as it may be to accomplish sometimes, the easy answer is love. And so come to each other in love. Come to each other with gratitude. Come to each other with hope. And all will be well. Amen.